One of the greatest things about being an entrepreneur is we are always ready to move forward, to progress, to take the next step, to take our business to the next level. However, there's a downside to that quality. The downside is there's so much content, there's so much fluff out there that it can be hard to differentiate what is gonna serve us in our business and what is only gonna make us feel good. The point of this podcast is to help you differentiate between those two things and I hope to serve you and help you as much as I can as I am on my own journey with my business going to seven figures. Stay tuned for Bridge the Gap Podcast. Hey guys, Zach here again, the Guide Marketing <coughs> Podcast. It is again early in the morning, and I'm doing my best not to wake up people. But I completely forgot that uh, yesterday was Friday. I was supposed to do this yesterday. <laughs> that said, I'm glad I'm doing it today. Um, I just got done experiencing a couple of pretty amazing things. So for those of you that know from my last two podcasts, one of the things that I'm doing this year, just along with, you know, millions and millions of people, uh, is getting back into a decent shape. Now, I started really thinking about that because I've, I've been in shape before. Okay. Don't, don't, don't let this, uh, <laughs> don't let my current condition fool you. I know how to do it and I've done it, uh, a couple times before, <sighs> but <laughs> so what I started doing is I started thinking about what I was doing then to get into that shape. Now I know what I was eating and I've already started that process. Um, I know the schedule I had for eating, but I was thinking more along the lines of exercise, <clears throat> excuse me, exercise. And uh, one of the things, one of the things I used to do, um, I used to practice Wing Chun. It's a, it's a martial art. And um, I used to train like daily on that. And I have obviously not done so in a long time, like a long, long time. And so I decided to pick it up again. And um, I remember some of the exercises I used to do for it. And so I thought, you know what, let me just do some quick research and verify that I remember the basic fitness routine. Sure enough, I found it. Like it's, it's like a... Mm, it's for real, like under 10 minute routine that I used to do every day. Uh, as and it was, it served as kind of like a warm up, um, but also it burned plenty of calories. Um, it was a pretty intense little thing. So I tried, I tried doing that this morning. Oh my gosh, it was so pathetic, guys. It was just so pathetic. Uh, I I did not do well. <laughs> But that's okay. That's okay. We got to start somewhere. There's lots of room to go uh, to improve. So anyway, so that's that's just one thing that I experienced. But I, I feel pretty good, you know, uh, for even trying. And then I went for my my standard walk while listening to podcasts. Now, while listening to podcasts this morning, actually, before I get into that, because I, I, I can almost feel a rant coming on. So before I get into the podcast... Um, the other thing I did, if you guys have not seen the new course, um, just go to theguidemarketing.com and you can get in and it's totally free. Just go in and check out the content. So basically what, what the course does though is it goes over principles and mindset.
for business and marketing. Okay, so like principles of marketing, uh, which every business needs, and then mindset of every entrepreneur that you need. And my partner, Paul, he he goes into the mindset bit. I'll be honest with you, I've, I've like only caught glimpses of his videos. So yesterday I'm like, you know, I should probably watch his videos. Uh, I kind of cracked myself up with that. Um, so I watched his videos, guys. They're fantastic. They're absolutely fantastic. And um, even the very first one, I am shocked and, and I'm, I'm slapping myself, which I do a lot. There's, there's a lot of times I have a lot of moments where I'm like, you idiot. And I, I know that's bad self-talk, but, but for real, <laughs> it's like staring me in the face and I haven't even done it. Um, but, uh, the first video that Paul goes into is actually a breathing exercise. And I thought, well, this is interesting. You know, I'm, I'm open to checking out new things, like if it works, you know? And so I'm like, okay, this is interesting. And I watched the little bonus video that's in there. And, um, I did that this morning, actually. The guy, um, he says to do three rounds of the breathing. I'll be honest with you, I only did one. And it's because like, it's very uncomfortable. It is not a comfortable breathing exercise. Uh, it was extremely uncomfortable. And when I was done with the one, I'm like, yeah, that's good. I'm, I'm done, you know. Um, and I'll tell you what, though, I stood up and even now it has been two hours since then, I feel so full of energy right now. I legitimately feel like I can breathe better. I feel like my body is just like ready. Um, I feel wonderful. That was one, and I know it's from the breathing because I felt this way ever since doing that. Because I, I did it laying down on my floor. And as soon as I was up, I was like, holy cow holy cow, this is crazy. And one of the things that, that he does, and he explains this in the video, I didn't believe it at first. He actually holds his breath after the, the little one round of the breathing routine. And he goes, you know, when you get to this point, you'll be able to hold your breath for over a minute. I'm like, no, you can't, right? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? No, legitimately, I held my breath for like 70, 80 seconds. It was like 70-something seconds. Like, oh my gosh. It's it's insane. So I'm going to try to do two rounds tomorrow. Um, but it's very uncomfortable, guys. It's not, it's not necessarily fun, but the effect afterwards is like, oh my gosh, I'm ready to go. I have so much energy right now. It's, it's insane. And I haven't even taken my caffeine. <laughs> so <clears throat> uh, go watch the course. And check out that breathing exercise. It's it's pretty fantastic. Um, Paul is very bold. And when he says he guarantees it's going to change your life, uh, I believe that. I actually believe that now. Um, just do it, guys. <laughs> My goodness. Paul knows what he's doing. It's the reason I partnered with him. Hold on. I got to get a drink. Okay. Anyway, moving forward. Podcasts. Yeah. I, I know I have two books I really need to get. Um, and it was one book, and it has become two over the last week. <sighs> one of them is called Rocket Fuel. I've gone into that on a few other podcasts. I'm not going to go into that today. But the other one, and it's, it's from Dean Graziosi. 
look, guys, I'm a fan of Dean. Okay, like I think I think he's a really great guy. There's there's a couple things that I'm like, all right, Dean, shut up. <laughs> but, but for the most part, I think he's a wonderful guy. He just wants to help. He's seen a lot of success in his industry. He knows what he's doing, and uh, he has he he explains things in really powerful ways using really good analogies and stories that that can illustrate so many good concepts and principles in business. And um, I have one of his books that I'm really enjoying right now. It's called Success Habits. And he came out with another book. And and he also came out with a journal uh, before this last book. But the journal, I was like, no, <laughs> I'm good with Panda Planner. You're not changing me, Dean. <laughs> right? I'm being stubborn. Uh, but the book is called The Underdog Advantage. Okay, now he's been preaching the underdog advantage tune for months, okay, possibly even longer. But he released his book, and he, he tells the story openly. He released the book, and it did not do so well. And he realized it's because he didn't even promote it, you know, like he was just kind of relying on his status to get the book and the word out there. So he decided to go all in and promote the book. And when Dean goes all in and promotes stuff, guys, it's the only thing you hear from him for a long time, <laughs> which is awesome. There, there's something right there you can learn from. So he starts promoting this book. And uh, little, you know, he's he's explaining little concepts from the book. He he talks to his wife, you know, on the podcast about the book and what she thinks about it and um he he does all sorts of stuff to promote the book. Well, the last two or three podcasts, he decided to do something amazing for the promotional aspect. And this is what got me to say, I need to get this freaking book. Okay, because he, <laughs> he actually, so he did his own audio of the book, right? So he read his own book for the audio version. And uh, he plays chapters or sections from the book from the audiobook on his podcast. He just takes a story, a snippet of a story, plugs it into the podcast for everyone to read or listen to so that you can be more sold on why you need to get the book. And it totally works. Guys, it's a fantastic book. I've only read, <laughs> I've only heard three little snippets of it. And I'm like, I need to get this book. <laughs> It sounds amazing. Uh, so it's called The Underdog Advantage. I highly recommend it. I haven't even read it. I don't even have it. I'm going to, though, because that's a big deal. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, so <sighs> I wish I could read faster. But, like, you know how people have, like, the speed reading courses and crap? I I don't want to do that. I resist that because... I feel like I'm not going to uh, retain the information. I don't I don't want to be like one of those guys that like reads like five pages out of the book after doing some research and and therefore they know what happens in the book. I don't want to do that. I'm going to actually read the entire book every single word um and retain the information like forever. Okay? So that that's kind of the goal. Anyway, whatever. <clears throat> I want to get the book. Um but there's a couple the last couple of clips that I heard are just phenomenal, um, really good. One of them is about George Washington. And if you listen to his podcast, guys, I'm sorry, but you're going to hear it again. Um, maybe maybe I'll have a different perspective on it. <clears throat> but one of them was about George Washington. 
And it's kind of the untold story, the part that you don't really read too much about. It's it's not as famous because it's kind of his failures. Um, but George Washington was a complete underdog um, in terms of like he had zero money. He had zero experience. But he decided to get good at like surveying, like land surveying and map map making. And that made him instrumental in a war. And eventually he became like a leader in the British army because of that skill. And then they refused to promote him further because he was like not an, a, a, he wasn't born there or something, or I don't know, I can't remember exactly, but whatever. So he leads the resistance, right? <clears throat> they get their butts whooped like so much. He loses like 2000 men between, you know, dying from the war or, or deserting, right? Because the, the British army was like, Hey, if you desert the resistance, we'll pay you money. Right. And so people were deserting left and right. And, uh, you know, it left him with very small people and, and against the world's greatest army at the time, um, as well as they had like a bunch of mercenaries too. Uh, and he had like 5,000 people <laughs> and they had like a ton. So anyway, long story short, um, what ended up turning the war around a little bit, it was like during Christmas time or something. And, um, <clears throat> he ended up, uh, like at night they ended up, his army crossed like a frozen river and it sucked. Right. Cause like it's really cold. Um, and I'm sure they're going to get sick from that and everything, but they didn't care because they knew it would be the last thing that the British army would expect. And sure enough, they, they just like completely captured like an entire encampment overnight in the course of like an hour. Um, just because they they took them by surprise, they they used their underdog status as an advantage, because they knew that the upper dog, <laughs> they they knew that the the British army is uh. They they just they were arrogant. You know what I mean? They were not. They didn't take him seriously. And that's that's a huge advantage, guys. It's a huge advantage. Um not taking someone seriously is like the worst thing you can do when you do have status. You, you, you really need to listen to everybody. You know, it's, it's, it's like everybody is extraordinary. You know, don't, don't dismiss people because they're not as successful as you don't dismiss people because, you know, they look weird or they, they have trouble talking or whatever it doesn't matter. Okay. Everyone is extraordinary. Everyone has something to bring to the table and you can't ignore that. You can't ignore it. Um, another perfect example of this is the last clip I heard this morning from Dean's book. Um, and it's his own story. Oh, fantastic. This is like so good. And he, he describes it in a way that I can completely relate to so there's a point in time when Dean was a car mechanic and he was also doing real estate and he also had some kind of a membership site. It was 19 bucks a month and he was doing well. He was doing well on all three aspects. So, um, on the membership site, 
somebody joined. It was, uh, oh my gosh, I can't believe I forgot his name. Oh, that's going to bug me. He's a rock star. Famous. I know his name. <laughs> Hold on. Give me a second. I'll figure it out. I can't believe I forgot that. Oh my gosh. Tommy Lee. <laughs> Tommy Lee. Um, so anyway, so Tommy Lee, you know, is with uh, Pamela Anderson, right? And um, he, uh, <laughs> he actually joined Dean's membership site. <laughs> and not only did he join, but he sent Dean an email saying, dude, sweet site. I love it. Right? Like, keep keep it up. And Dean was, like, freaking out. Like, oh, my gosh, Tommy Lee just sent me this. And so he replied. And uh, Dean, like, typed up the email. Right? And he's like, dude, I have a great idea for you and Pamela. And he, he like, wrote out this email. And he's like, dude, it would be a membership site, 19 a month. I, I promise it would be a big hit. Like, it's going to be huge. Just let me know what you think. And then he sat there and he kind of stared at it. And he had this internal battle with himself, like, should I send it? Should I not send it? Who am I to be talking with Tommy Lee? Like, I don't know what I'm doing. I've only done one membership site, you know, and oh, no, no, no. What do you have to lose? Let's just do it. Worst thing that can happen is he says, screw you, and he cancels his subscription. Oh, well, you know, like, and, and he had this little internal battle, right? Whether or not to send it. <laughs> How many of us have gone through that? Whether it's posting an ad, posting a Facebook post, going live, right? How many of us have been like, should I do it? Should I not? Am I good enough? Am I worthy? I don't know. I just, I relate to that. I relate to that so much. Um, and I really appreciate him voicing it the way he did. So anyway, so he ends up sending it. And the the attitude he had there was, I really have nothing to lose, right? I really have nothing to lose, and so he sent it. And um, <clears throat> sure enough, like, very quickly, Tommy responded. And he's like, sounds like an awesome idea. Here's the contact information for my lawyer. Send a proposal to him. And this guy's like a super famous lawyer, right? And so Dean's like, oh my gosh. And so he types up some random Word document <laughs> as a proposal, and he sends it over to the lawyer. And the lawyer guy calls him and he goes, dude, I love it. Let's put something together more formal. And I need you to fly out uh, to L.A. so that we can discuss it in detail. And so Dean drops his tasks, like his real estate tasks, his mechanic clients to fly out to California, uh, to Hollywood to meet with this lawyer guy. And um, and he gets there and they formalized it and he meets he meets the lawyer. His name is Dave. And Dave is like super nice. He was nice on the phone. He's nice in person. And um, he just loves it. Dave loves the idea that Dean has, right? And um, and so he calls up Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee. And they, they book a dinner that night to go over details. And Dean is ecstatic, guys. He just got a deal. He just got a, the deal of a lifetime, right? And... 
he walked out of there feeling like a million bucks and he had a car rental which happened to be a convertible so he's driving down hollywood you know just just loving the the weather and feeling great like he can do anything and this is it this is his way out of mechanics and you know the mechanic work and ah oh, he's on top of the world how many of us have felt like that right like we get a, a sale online sometimes we we have that feeling like this is great i've made it you know um oh, i can't tell you how many times i've felt that in in my journey and i can't tell you how many times i relate to the next part which is where tommy lee's manager um contacts the lawyer and says we need to talk to dean before the dinner tonight get him back in the office please and so dave calls dean again and says hey turn around i need you back here we got to talk about, uh, we got to talk to the manager real quick. So Dean gets there, <clears throat> goes inside for the meeting, and the manager's like, who the crap are you? Right? He's like, you must, you're probably some nobody from New York coming up with some random idea just to get in with Tommy Lee and Pamela Anderson. He's like, are you kidding me? Like, this is ridiculous. Who, you know, what are you, a millionaire? Like, that's it? You know, like, and, and Dean tries explaining, like, no, 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 I've got, you know, I've got experience with membership sites, and I um, I know exactly what to do to make it successful, and, uh, you know, Tommy reached out to me, you know, he's trying, he's trying to explain the scenario, the dude just wasn't having it. He's like, screw you, dude, he's like, screw you, Dean, I don't even know you, we have other connections, thanks for the idea, we'll use our own connections for it, because we have more of them, they're, they're more in-depth goodbye and and dave tries like hey sorry dean uh hey look we'll still have dinner and the manager cuts him off and says no no, no i already canceled the the effing dinner you know like and um so dean walks out of there and he goes to his convertible and he just cries he just cries like i would too are you kidding me to be that on top of the world only to have it taken from you in such a terrible way. Have you ever had that, like, where you have this deal, and it's like, oh, this is wonderful, and then, like, it doesn't work out? <laughs> right? Now, if we talk back to the underdog scenario, right? George Washington was underestimated. <laughs> in this moment, in this particular story, Dean is the one being underestimated. Now, of course, we know Dean's crazy successful today, right? Just unbelievable amounts of success. Um, so, wow, did that guy misjudge him, right? And that's what I'm talking about. Just because he's some mechanic from New York does not mean you you dismiss him. Does not mean that he doesn't have a great idea or can't execute on deliverables doesn't mean that at all you know that manager was extremely wrong he was in the wrong on that he doesn't understand the potential of human beings one single human being can make such a difference and um i just thought that was amazing dean dean and, and george washington being the very underestimated people <clears throat> being underdogs and and the point of the book is to say, like, 
we are all underdogs in some way, shape, or form. And what's important is to always remember you're an underdog. Dean always thinks of himself as an underdog, even though he's a multi-multi-millionaire. He's made overall billions between all of his businesses. He still looks at himself as the underdog. Why? Because it keeps him motivated. It keeps him going. There's always a, a, a place to go, a, a, a destination, a way to improve. Always. You will never not have to improve. Embrace that. Like, don't look at that and cringe and go, oh my gosh, it's so much work. No, no, no. That's the wrong attitude. Say, look at this. There is exponential growth. There's never a limit. There's never a ceiling. I can do anything. It's power. It's powerful, guys. Extremely powerful. So, did Dean turn it around? Did he Did he eventually get to work with Tommy Lee and Pamela Anderson and and build a, a membership site for them or, or anything like that? No. <laughs> no. No, that was like legitimately a failure. A quote-unquote failure, right? Now, of course, we all know failures are not true. They're not actually failures. They're learning experiences. They're feedback. And he got, he got a lot of feedback. Like, it sucked, right? And to top it off, by the way, to top it off, when he got home, he had to, like, shovel someone's crap because he couldn't get a hold of a plumber in one of his... Uh, one of his um, Real estate locations uh, had some plumbing issues. <laughs> oh my gosh, what a what a demoralizing moment to be at such a high and to be at such a low within like a day. Oh my gosh, that's insane. That's business, guys. Like for real, you you, you have that all the time, up and down, up and down, up and down. And uh, so the key though is is he recovered from that. Dean did right. He didn't let that stop him. On the contrary, he said, you know what? I still have my site. I still have my real estate. I still have my mechanic business. I'm just going to keep going. I'm going to pretend that didn't happen, right? I'm just going to keep going and doing, doing what I do. And he did. And like I said, we all know the result, right? Eventually, guys, eventually Dean got so big, he did get a phone call from Dave, from the lawyer. And the lawyer's like, hey, Dean, it's it's Dave. I've been following your success. I knew it. I knew you could make it. And he goes, and I just wanted to say I'm sorry about the the situation where we ended off. And Dean goes, no problem, man. It all served me for the better. And Dave's like, yeah, yeah, you know, I believe I believe it did. And he goes, hey, do you want to catch up? Like, you want to come over to L.A.? Let's just catch up. And Dean said, sure. So Dean flies out to L.A. To, to meet up with this Dave guy, and they start catching up. And Dave takes him to, like, his new property that he bought from, like, a, a old... It's, like, it used to be a property of a prince of some sort on the hill, Hollywood Hill or whatever. And um, he needed Dean's help <laughs> selling the property. <laughs> See how it works out? It always works out, guys. Every So, so keep that in mind, like... Whatever you're going through, whatever struggles, trials, issues that you have, keep in mind, it is there to serve you. You are experiencing that for a reason, and it's for a positive reason. You are meant to learn something. You are meant to keep your head high. And eventually, eventually, it will come back and be of benefit to you. 
not only was Dean's experience beneficial where it almost motivated him to double down on what he was doing, okay? But then later, it became even more beneficial when he was able to, to do a real estate deal with that guy. How amazing. Like I said, I gotta get this book. <laughs> like, like, oh my gosh. That's just so good and relatable. And I, I think it just helps because then when we are in that low moment, we can just kind of remember back to that story, you know? And just be like, okay, this is serving me. In some way, shape, or form, this moment is serving me. And real quick, I'm just going to read to you. Um, my favorite book still of all time is uh, Happy Pocket Full of Money. I just, if, if you haven't read it, I've read it like four or five times. <laughs> it's really good. But I, my favorite quote from the book, um, I printed out and I framed it. It's on my wall. And so I can see it right here in front of me. And this goes hand in hand with what we were just talking about. And it says, be detached. This allows nature's creativity to work for you. Detachment means not preferring anything other than what is happening right now. What is happening right now is the perfect manifestation of your previous intentions, thoughts, words, and actions. Preferring an alternative now leads to delaying the achievement of your goals. That's it, guys. That's it. If you're if you're having a hard time right now, be detached. Understand that what you're experiencing right now is actually meant to be. And you are meant to learn something from it, and you are meant to show gratitude towards it. Do that. See what happens. <laughs> anyway, Back to a 30-minute podcast. <laughs> All right, guys. Take care. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Thank you so much for listening. Again, if you want to catch some of Paul's magnificentness with his mindset training, I'll tell you what, that breathing exercise is amazing. I still feel great. Uh, definitely go to theguidemarketing.com. Check out the free course. Um, thanks so much for listening.